I leaned forward because I wanted to hear what she was about to say. I could tell by her body language that whatever the gossip was, it was juicy, and I wanted to hear it. She began, Everyone is saying that you are a lazy slob. I felt like I had been hit by a ton of bricks. I was jolted. I felt like a shock went through my body. The shame was so real, it was almost physically painful. I fought back the urge to burst into tears. I grabbed my daughter and I went out to my vehicle. I opened the door to buckle her in. A couple of happy mailboxes fell to the sidewalk. I could hear the straw rattle in the empty cup as it fell into the ditch. I quickly buckled my daughter in, threw the trash back in the back seat of my car, and drove home. How I got home without getting in an accident, I don't know because I was completely blinded by tears. The whole way home, I thought about how much I hated those girls. How could they say something so mean about me? I felt like I was a great person. I worked hard enough. When I got home, I went to my room. I almost tripped a couple times on a couple piles of clothes. I got in my bed and just wept. I felt so much shame and I felt like I was being unfairly judged. Then I got up. I went to the kitchen to get a drink of water because I was parched after all that crying. The sink was full of dishes and I couldn't find a clean cup. And that's when I realized that there might be a little bit of truth to what these girls were saying about me. That day, I promised myself that I would be one of the hardest working women I knew. And if I ever heard a rumor like that about me, it would be so ridiculous I could laugh out loud. And that was the best thing that happened to me at that point in my life. And it sent my life into a new trajectory that has produced so much growth. And no matter how painful that was, I will never take that back. I am so happy for that experience. And another thing that I learned through that experience is that love covers a multitude of sins. And the people who love you the most have this little blindness to all your faults. And they would never call you out on things that are so harsh. And when you love somebody, no matter what they do, you make up some kind of excuse in your mind for why they do what they do. But when you don't like someone, no matter what they do, no excuse is good enough. And that is why we need people in our lives that don't particularly love us, that can see our faults, because they are actually helpers. It's so hard to be honest with ourselves. It's just our human nature. It's hard to see our flaws. And it's hard for the people who absolutely love us to see our flaws, or if they see our flaws, for them to be honest with us about our flaws. And it is good to surround yourself with people that don't especially like you sometimes because they challenge you in the areas that, that you otherwise wouldn't be challenged in. And having this unadulterated view of yourself can actually help you in huge ways. I don't blame those girls for saying that about me because 
I was being a lazy slob. At that time, I was basically playing house. I had one child and I was a stay-at-home mom. There is no reason for my home to be in the order that it was or my vehicle to be full of trash. After that day, I decided that I was going to first off start by keeping my house clean. And that set my life into a journey of perpetual cleaning of my home. And I felt like that was like a physical affirmation of the fact that I was a hardworking woman. I am thankful for that practice. And I think that it's produced a lot of fruit in many areas of my life. But that being said, now with my life experience, I realize that having a clean home isn't a meter to determine whether somebody is uh, hardworking or not. Some of the most hardworking women that I know, how their houses are messy. One thing that I learned very quickly about housekeeping was that small habits add up to a huge difference in your home environment. You don't have to take a whole day to clean your house. If you do small little things consistently, it adds up. I learned this from observing my friends that made housekeeping seem so easy. And what I noticed is that they would um, consistently do things like wipe a spot off the wall if they were walking down the hall and they saw it, or switch a load of laundry if they walked past the laundry room and the washer wasn't running and there was laundry in the hamper. Putting their ingredients away it, it immediately after they used them, instead of taking out all the ingredients, making whatever they were making and then putting them all back. I noticed all these little hacks that they were doing to keep their houses clean and it made it seem so easy. Since I was a teenager, I have dealt with envy. Envy of the people who seem to be more gifted at certain things than me. Envy about things that people have that I don't have. At that time of my life, I began to realize that envy doesn't serve me, but envy can be turned into something useful. When I started to feel those feelings, I started realizing that envy came from a mentality of scarcity. And the mentality was that I am not enough and I cannot achieve that's when I started to realize that I am in control of me and I can develop any kind of habit or any kind of um, accomplishments that I desire if I'm willing to do the work. And the people who I envy are actually there to inspire me and I can learn so much about what I want to achieve. They're actually uh, holding doors open for me and they are paving the way to the things that I desire. And I want to be around those people. I want to be around the people who make me feel uncomfortable with the standard that I have set for myself. Because I think that discomfort is actually a reminder that I can do better, that I can be better, that I am limiting myself. And they're there to show me what I'm capable of. Because if anyone is capable of anything, then another person is capable as well. And yes, it might not be as easy for me to accomplish something. I might not have that gift. But gifts are worth nothing if they're not invested. And learning that 
made me realize that vice versa, even if you don't have a gift, if you're willing to do the work, you can accomplish anything. It's just like two children. One is super gifted at um, basketball, but he never practices. Or a child who isn't so gifted, but loves basketball and practices consistently. The kid who practices is always going to outperform the gifted child. And that realization is empowering. I remember when I was a young mother, probably up until like five years ago, whenever I would go to any kind of gathering where my siblings were and we would meet new people and my mom would go around and say, she does this and she does that and she does this. And then they would get to me and say, and she's just a mom. I remember feeling a sense of shame from that title. But through my life experience, I have learned that that was my fault. I devaluate the role of a mother by feeling shame with that title. If I feel shame about my role as a mother, that is on me. I take responsibility for the views I have about myself. And if I don't like something about myself, then it's up to me to change that. I know the feeling of just existing, just trying to get through. I know the feeling of feeling like what you're doing is unimportant, but that is a lie. What you are doing is so important. You are a society former. You are creating tomorrow's world and how you approach life is what creates that. How you focus on you and how you are accountable for your attitudes, your actions, that is what changes the world. So don't buy into that lie. Start today. Work on you. Take every opportunity you can for growth. Take this moment of isolation, frustration, um, monotony, and use it to your advantage so that you can grow. Every single attitude that you have and practice are like little footsteps taking you in a certain direction. Eventually, Whatever those choices you make are going to determine where you are in the next 20 years of your life. So know what you want for your future and make little choices. And I'm talking about choices as how you protect your relationships, how you interact with your children, how you feel about yourself, how you take care of yourself. All that right now is adding up to your future. And being conscious about that is an investment that you will not regret. You have everything you need to become the person you want to be. Being a mom of small children is just a season. It's not you. That's your role. It's like a job. But you are always going to be you. And you can take this opportunity to grow as a person every single day. And that is the example that we give our children, a growth mindset. And when we are continuously focused on growth, we grow up with our kids. And that example produces a new kind of culture. The goal isn't to be better than anybody else. The goal is to strive for what is important to you and the person you want to be. And all these little habits that we practice every day turn into something amazing. When I look back on my life, I can't believe the growth. I am absolutely amazed by the growth in my life. 
And I know that it's because of daily striving. And anybody can do it. It's not because someone's gifting gifted that they have this huge growth in their life. It's because of the intention and the belief that they can. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. This is not just you existing right now. I know it seems monotonous and like you're on a little hamster wheel, but this is your opportunity to grow in certain areas. Whatever that growth is presented to you from keeping your house clean to practicing patience, that little growth is going to turn into a tree that produces fruit in your future life. Life gets hard. It's never going to be easy, but having a clear conscience and knowing that you tried your best is the best feeling ever. Knowing that you gave 100% over and over and developed a resiliency to whatever comes your way is the best feeling ever. Happiness is like freedom. It's something you have to fight for and you have to fight for it in your attitudes every day. Bitterness sneaks up like rust. It is something that is inevitable and it needs to be fended off. It needs to be cleaned out and you have to protect yourself against it because once it adds up to a certain point, it it, it it's it's like rust in the hinges of a door. It you no longer can function in the way that you're supposed to as long as it is present. And being so careful about all these things adds up to a more contented future self. When you are trying to strive for the things that are important to you, you are going to come into opposition. You have to push through that and you have to believe in yourself enough to not be deterred by the discouragement of those who surround you and judge you and constantly remind you of how inadequate you are. You are inadequate and they are inadequate. We're all inadequate, but we're all capable. Everything you are going through is preparation for what's coming next. And when you embrace that, every day of your life will feel like progress. Life is never going to be consistently rainbows and butterflies. It's just like the seasons. We're going to go through seasons and it's going to be difficult. But when I think of contentment, I think what brings me the most contentment is learning through experience that I am responsible for me. I am responsible for everything that goes on in my internal environment. So that helps me to take control and not feel helpless in any situation because ultimately I am responsible for my attitude. Sometimes I have to strategize. How can I help myself? Because there are things that cause me so much um, sadness, so much discomfort, because I cannot control the people around me. I can only control myself. And I think contentment comes when we finally realize that it is a choice we are making when we allow our external trauma to influence our internal environment. When we take responsibility for that, we also take our power and we begin to manipulate everything that goes on in our life to our advantage. And anyone can do it. When we accept that and we realize that happiness isn't the absence of suffering, 
Happiness is the awareness of the control of our own attitude in no matter what situation we find ourselves in. The only thing that we truly can control is ourself, is our mood. And when we recognize that we don't have any other control and we make peace with that, it actually brings so much contentment. And that being said, when we start to realize that, we start to realize that everything external can be used for growth or we can allow it to destroy our inner sanctuary. But it's up to us. It is our right to take whatever is external and use it to the benefit of our internal. One of my favorite books is The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I love this book. And it talks about how all the little things over and over and over again eventually cause this huge difference. And when we try to change in one day, we're always going to be discouraged because that isn't how growth works. Growth is a compound effect. It's all these small things adding up. And when we accept that progress comes in small increments, we're less discouraged about all these things that we need to surpass to reach the goals that we have set for ourselves. It is a journey. That's what it is. And it's going to take time. It's an investment. And if you don't start investing in yourself right now, the time is going to pass regardless. But if you start investing in small areas of your life right now, in the mundane, in this time when your children are little, believing that it's going to produce fruit in your future self, right now in my life, I can't believe the things that I am doing and the opportunities that have been presented to me and the doors that I've been able to walk through. And if I had told myself and set limitations, then I would never be experiencing this kind of growth. In 2020, I had this dream that I was on the beach with my sister and we were sitting there. So I started running my fingers through the sand This dream was so real. I thought I was awake. I put my hands in the sand and I felt like rocks. So I pulled them out and looked at them and they were all these precious gems. And I told my sister, let's go see if these are real. And we went to this jeweler and he told us, these are real. Where did you guys get these? And we were so excited. And then I woke up. When I woke up, I felt like this dream means something. It was so real and there has to be some kind of significance for it. I don't know how I feel about dreams and the significance of them, but something in me made me feel like this was important. So I started Googling it. And one of the things that I read said that to find buried treasure signifies finding riches in yourself. And that day I told myself, Even though I'm not sure what I believe about dreams, I'm taking this. This is my promise. I am about to find riches in myself. And I promised myself that day that I would walk through every door that opened to me with boldness, that I would no longer be held back by my inadequacies or by fear fear of failure. And that choice has changed my life. I am realizing that the only person holding me back is myself. I can do difficult things. I can do things that I don't think I can. I am fully capable. I have a brain. 
Anyone with a brain can do anything. And I think that we set limitations to ourselves and we we sit, tell ourselves, that person is achieving the things that I strive for because they're gifted and I can't do that even though that's something I desire. And we limit ourselves from our full potential by telling ourselves that lie. And yes, maybe your journey to whatever you desire is going to be more difficult. Maybe your journey is going to be different. But if you tell yourself, I can do this, I desire it, and therefore it is mine, and I am going to strive for it and work towards it, you can achieve anything that you want to. It's just going to take a lot of hard work and persistence and self-belief. I love that little video of Snoop Dogg where he says, first off, I want to thank me for believing in me. And that is the truth. Nothing can happen until you believe in yourself. And believing in yourself is a difficult thing to do. There's going to be opposition to your belief. And people who are close to you are going to think the audacity that she could believe in herself in that way. You have to be bold to believe in yourself. And you have to be a nomad sometimes. Sometimes the journey to self-discovery is isolating and extremely painful and brings out things that we don't want to recognize in our close relationships. And it causes a temptation to stunt one's own growth. Don't fall into that temptation. And that is the difference between one person's success and another person's failure. The willingness to push through. So are you willing to push through? Ask yourself, what am I willing to do to change my life? Write yourself up a goal and follow that goal. Start making little habits to get to the person you want to be. You have one life. Don't waste it. We were created with so much potential and we don't reach it and we set all these little limitations on ourselves and we use all these crutches to not pursue the things that we desire. It's hard for me to believe that our creator put a desire inside of us if he didn't want us to pursue it. I truly believe that the greatest form of recognizing our creator is to strive to reach our full potential. I truly believe as a mother, in my experience with my children, there is nothing that brings me more gratification than to see my children succeed, to see my children be resilient, to see my children get up over and over again. I don't even care if my children fail. All I care is that they actually try. And that's what produces growth, getting up over and over and over again. Every time you get up again, you're stronger. And these little failures are part of the process. Just put it out of your mind that you are going to be perfect someday because you're not. And that's okay. We're not striving for perfection. We're striving for excellence. Remember that you are an example. You are creating tomorrow's world. And your little people are looking at you and following you. And when you are brave enough to take every situation to grow, you open doors for your children. You open doors for society. You create a stronger, more resilient, emotionally intelligent world. Be brave enough to believe in yourself. When you believe in yourself, you open the doors for the people around you who understand you're human to believe in themselves as well. 
Thank you for listening. I hope that there was something in here that was helpful to your journey. I hope to continue to create content that is helpful to my audience. Feel free to contact me at Diary of a Reluctant Mother on Instagram. I would love to hear from you and get to know you. Until next time, I wish you so much growth and happiness.